All right, let's go. It is a Tuesday, which would typically mean KJ Kindler is hanging out next to us, but uh, today is an adjustment. We went to the pen. We went to the righty. Uh, Lou Ball is with us. He is, of course, the assistant gym coach. Been here since day one with Coach Kindler. Shocking. Um, what other is it? Associate head coach with you? Do you have any other titles without him? Botching anything, or is it just assistant? No, you got it. We, right. I was an assistant coach, and a few years back, uh, there was kind of a movement in, in gymnastics to promote people to associate head coach. So we kind of did that with both me and Tom. Okay, so we're, we're co-associate head coaches. I've always, I've always wanted to ask you this, but because you have what two daughters, right? Two daughters, and you and KJ have been married for fifteen years now. Sixteen years. Look, look, yep. I'm pretty close here. I'm pretty getting close, good. What is it like? Because I go home every day. My wife is staying home, so I see my wife every day, and it's and it's cool. It's great. But there's also times I'm like, I gotta go over here. You guys coach a championship level program, and you have for years together. How's that? What is that dynamic like for you? Well, I mean, you know, when you're young, it, it, it's hard. You, you kind of got to figure out how how things are going to go and mm-hmm. how you're going to bounce things off each other. But we've been doing it for so long that. <laughs> You know, I think we said this when you came to the gym the other day, even with me and Tom and, and KJ and our trainer, Jen. We've been together so long. We can finish each other's sentences. Yeah. We, we know what the other one's thinking. We just kind of give them a look, and it all registers, and you know. So that that part is pretty pretty routine at this point in time. It's I love it. I think it's cool as all get out. And obviously, you guys have had incredible success. Um, so what is this week like then? Is it just preparation? Is it rest, recovery? We got a week off before we're on the road. Yeah, a little bit of both. Um, need to get some good rest, um, but also, you know, got to turn your mind straight forward to what we're about to go into. Um, the The routine is similar to what we did going into regionals. We came off a Big 12 championship. The time span is very similar. So you're just trying to kind of stay in a routine where you're recreating that same exact uh, day-to-day operations and, and maybe, you know, getting a little bit better than you were from Big 12s to regionals and just trying to improve each day. National championship again. Uh, so you guys are going to be what my understanding, again, is semifinal one. And you're there with Utah, Minnesota, and Alabama. Is that correct? Correct. So we've got – I'm sitting here. I'm looking at the calendar today. It is April the 5th. So you got like nine days, but there's travel in there. Is there a bunch of pre-tournament things? Or I say pre-tournament, pre-meet things that, that, that are involved in it, or is it just, hey, focus and go win? Yeah, it's just same same routine. Practice, get better each day. Um, we had a team meeting yesterday, kind of rolled things out for them and talked about uh, where, where our minds need to be and, and our day-to-day operations and how we're going to change things to uh, – you know, the, the competition is earlier in the morning for that session one. So we talked to the team about getting up early in the morning every day this week and getting in a routine where you're getting up early and going to bed a little earlier than you're used to, just creating that routine that, that'll keep them on an even keel moving forward. So, Was there anyone, um, broad view here real quick, and the, the teams that made it to the finals, anyone that surprised you? Any kind of shocks that were among those that are still standing? I don't think so. I didn't I think mean, so either. The, the one thing LSU not advancing out of the out of this their bracket was probably a little bit shocking. Missouri made it for the first time in a long time, but Missouri's been good all year. So I I fully expected them to come out of that region. I I kind of really felt like it was going to be Michigan and Missouri. 
Um, so, and, and they both made it. So, for you as a coach, it's that balance. We're, we're joking about this with Hubert Davis. And good morning, Josh. How are you? Josh is here. So, I didn't, I didn't properly introduce Josh Helmer, Lou Ball, assistant gymnastics coach. Have you met Josh before when you've been up here? I believe we have, yes. Okay, good deal. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. Josh was grinding away on the social media side of things, and I was like, I, sorry. Morning, Josh. Um, but we're talking about Hubert Davis. Right. Winning a na- potentially on the cusp of winning a national championship his first year. But he's last night when he's doing the interviews, he goes, I'm supposed to be mad right now, but I'm filled with pride because of how these guys – that's his first year. Five years from now, I'll be like, I'm, I might be mad. But you guys, have, you guys have gone through it all. So there's this moment now, I would imagine, this next week where there is a sense of we, we, made, we made the NCAA championships. That's a great accomplishment. But there's that next step. So how do you balance being prideful of where this program has reached – in 2022 and knowing there's still more to go out and accomplish. Yeah. Um, we talked about that too. Uh, super proud of the team this year. Uh, it's a unique year. It's a different year with the COVID scholarships that are out there. There's a number of teams that are operating with, you know, up to 40, 45% of their team are, are COVID kids uh, that wouldn't ordinarily even be on their roster. So that's been a challenge and, and we've, we've, you know, stayed right where we were supposed to be. We don't, we don't have that this year with our team. Uh, as you know, Anastasia moved on last year, uh, great athlete, all-around champion. Um, and this year we have, you know, we have two kids that are, that are contributing in the lineup right now doing two routines. So, I said this whenever I was there a couple weeks ago, and you and I haven't had a chance to debrief or talk about it, but I like the personality of this team. You guys have a lot of characters. When I say characters, I mean it in a good way, right? Different types of personality. There might be – the laid-back confidence of Olivia Troutman, and then you have the freshmen that come in that are just energetic through the roof. What What is the balance like in the personalities of this squad, Lou? Yeah, there's a great balance right now. The freshmen have really, really done a great job this year. You know, it took them a little bit to get rolling, and, and now I think they're gaining an understanding of what it's all about, and they've really settled into an, a groove and are have been really strong in these big competitions. Um the, you can't say enough about the injection of Olivia Troutman back into the vault lineup um, and the beam lineup as well. Uh, but she just she stabilizes everything uh, when it when it comes to our our team. You you put somebody in there that's got that kind of experience and has that kind of uh, talent, and it literally just stabilizes everything around around the lineup. So um, she, it's been a huge huge gain getting her back in there. I was, I've always told Coach this, uh, and Lou Ball's with us, OU Women's Gymnastics Assistant Coach. There's two things that I love to watch whenever I go. I like to watch Coach walk around and kind of k- keep things. And you, there is an art to what you do on the floor because you're the man that makes sure that the tape is where it needs to be on the, on the extra padding, but then you put it in other people's hands to make sure that it's properly placed. I, little things always stand out to me, but that's an attention to detail. You want to make sure that's perfect. Yeah, uh, it, it's kind of it kind of flips. Tom kind of becomes my assistant on when I'm doing coaching vault, and he kind of does everything that I need and, right. and along with the managers. Uh, the managers are are a huge part of what we do, and and those are the people you're referring to. Yeah. Uh, so they they do a great job, and and we've really not. It's great teamwork between the managers uh, and the coaching staff. Like you said, I'll I'll be out there taping it. They help me tape it. <laughs> They move them for the most part, but then I go over there just to make sure it's <laughs> just right because I don't – this is my thing. I, if right. it's going to be someone – if someone makes a mistake, I would rather have it fall on a, 
on a coaching staff member mm -hmm. than a manager, and then the manager have to deal with the heat. So <laughs> I've kind of I've kind of got their back when I'm doing that. It's not just me out there doing the details. I'm just so is there almost I don't want to say superstitious nature to it because it's a preparation thing, but is it one of those things whenever Lou's going through his game day that uh, routine or, or match day routine or, or even practice routine that is kind of part of it? I mean, is that is that are you a routine oriented person? Yes, sir, I am. Oh, yeah. same way. No, it's every meet is the same. Uh, <laughs> two pieces of gum for the warm up. It goes out in the changeover. Two new pieces of gum for the competition. Uh, it's it it is that way. Are you the same way? Well, do you golf? Do you do? I used to when right. I was young, before kids. Before <laughs> it's the before kids. I used to golf. You know, I like to call him Josh. Yeah, yeah, it's because before kids, I'm the same. Well. I really got to go back for it before kids. But even when we moved down here and the kids were a little bit younger, you could. Once they get older, and I, you probably never get to go out in January, February, and March anyway. But I haven't even stepped on the course in 2022. But you bring it up like the two pieces of gum because that is so – I got to have two quarters in my right pocket and, and one extra golf ball in my left. And my wallet's got to be not on me but off. But I got to – you know, all these little weird nuances that are there. Were you like that as an athlete too? When you um, performed and you uh, competed? Yeah, I think most athletes are. I, I think you're I right. I think most athletes kind of have a routine, especially on game day, you know, uh, you know, for us, competition day. You, you, everybody has their routine. You know, if they go get their cup of coffee or whatever it is, I feel like it's pretty traditional in most sports. All right, so when I asked Coach, hey, what do we need to make sure that we're going to promote up today? She said, get people to Fort Worth. Um, <laughs> yes. Need a home crowd. Yes. Thursday at noon and then pending qualifications, it would be Saturday at noon as well. But I think we've seen the videos I've watched before in the past. That can that can really be a very Sooner-centric environment, and it's important that people get down there, right? Yes, it's it's very important. Uh, if you can come, we, we need you there. It, it, it creates an advantage that, that you can't describe. Um, it's it is an electric event. If if you've never been, it is literally in each one of those sessions, four of the best eight teams all going at each other at the same time. Wow! So imagine like you know this is kind of a crazy analogy, but imagine like four basketball teams competing all at the same time in the same arena. Right. There's just like a bunch of different what, courts yeah. going on. Like what's it's, going on it's, here? It's a lot to keep up with, but it is crazy because someone will land and and the crowd for a certain team will go crazy, and then another kid will land and the crowd will go crazy for that kid it, it is constant and it runs from the beginning to the end so the better your crowd is the, the bigger advantage you have and we've had really really good Oklahoma crowds down there at the championship 18th straight season you guys are headed to the NCAA championship that's wild man yeah you gotta pinch yourself sometimes <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, like when we talk about that balance I mean holy smokes you want to go win a title but 18 straight years yeah but that's that's incredible. Do you look at anything? I mean, I I told Coach this, and I, I think I even told you this. It was so cool for me, even though I completely crashed your meeting, just to see you guys, how you work together, and to see the camaraderie, and then also, as you mentioned, kind of where you can finish each other's sentence. But when you think about 18 straight years, what are some things that stand out to you that have kind of been the key to the consistency for this program? Well, it starts with practice, and, right. it, and like the word is consistency. Um you know, we you tweak things a little bit as you as you go through time, eighteen years of time, and you tweak things a little bit. You try and get a little bit better. You're always trying to improve, uh, keep up with you know whatever's going on in in your industry. But I think that it is consistency. Showing up every day to work, 
showing up to practice, ready to ready to get the the most out of everybody that's in the room, uh, creating a culture, which you know that probably is one of the things that stands out the most. Those first two or three years here, creating the culture that we knew would last and and stand the test of time, and uh, I think that is ultimately the reason we're so successful and keeping our staff together for 18 years is huge. Nobody's done that in the whole country in our sport. Uh, We are, we have the most uh, tenure of any staff that have been together in our sport. And that, and like I said, that goes right down to our trainer, Jen. It's a huge, huge factor in in the success. That's awesome. Sticking together that long, not just, not just as a coaching staff, but in, in wildly successful coaching staff. So kudos. All right. We talk real quick about your event, your vault, uh, forty nine point six was the uh, team score. Is that about where you like it? I mean, everyone wants perfect scores all around. You want what fifty? But how did you feel about the way that the vault went in the regionals? Uh, really good. Um, you know, I think we talked about this when you came to the gym uh, three weeks ago, and we were talking about vault. And KJ was like, "Well, vault's got to get better." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> thanks. There it is. Throw down. There the, go. Throw down the gauntlet." <laughs> Uh, pressure, 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 and she was right. And we didn't we didn't have all our people all year long. And we, like I said, we put Olivia back in there. Um, you know, the, just from the beginning to the end, the the, the two people, Allie Stern, uh, moved her to the leadoff role. She's a senior. Uh, took her a couple couple performances to to kind of embrace that role. Mm-hmm. But then the last three meets, she's been amazing. Uh, and and it's been a huge huge part of getting that vault lineup moving moving the right direction. So it's it's been you know it's taken it's taken everybody's effort. And but but we're back to where we want to be on that event. Were you surprised? I was kind of surprised to see Minnesota slide in, um, but I'm I'm glad they're there, right? No, no, they've been pretty no. consistent all year. No, I, th- again, we expected that. That's the team we expected really? to come out of the. Re- I did. They're they're good on vault, which is a huge huge. Uh, you know, part of success and getting mm-hmm. getting to the uh, the championship. You know, and it, and it's based on a scoring concept of ten zero start values, um, and not everybody has them. So they they have it one. You know, a really really strong vaulting lineup, and they are a team. They have two kids on their team, two all arounders that are top ten all arounders. They're good at all four events, and the, and they're and they're extra kids. They're COVID kids, so they should have graduated last year, and they're on their team. And it's a huge, huge – they make huge contributions to that team. And, and they're a very, very good team, and they should not be taken lightly. Nice. So Oklahoma and Minnesota advance from the Norman Regional. Here's the other six teams. Florida, uh, Utah, Alabama, Michigan, all teams we've seen so far this season. Auburn and Missouri, or as some of you all like to say, Missouri. It's going to be fun. You can get ticket information at Soonersports.com slash tickets. I think it leads you to the NCAA site, and they take care of it from there. Uh, Lou, two more before I let you go. Number one. I know you haven't had time to immerse yourself in it, but Mitch Trubisky, thumbs up, thumbs down. How are we feeling right now oh, as a Steeler fan? Uh, I knew you were going to ask me a Steeler question. Well, I got another one too. I don't. So. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously, he had mixed reviews in in Chicago. Right. He was uh, super successful early on, and then you know, the NFL. Everybody figures everybody out in that league. Sure. So detailed, but um, I, I don't know. I'll give the guy a shot. Keep an op- keep an open mind about it and okay. see how he does. Okay. Then here comes the other shoe. The rumor is, if the Browns do decide to cut Baker Mayfield, that the first team to pounce would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. How would you feel about Baker in the black and gold? 
uh, we would love that. <laughs> we would love that. Uh, Actually, I say black and yeah, a gold. It's I, I know they say that, but it's kind of yeah. more of a like a dark yellow, black and maize almost. Yeah, run run centric team that's always been run centric with a, a quarterback that can be super accurate. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a sounds a pretty good fit. To great me. great defense every year. Sounds like a good fit for uh, for a quarterback. Blue collar city, yeah, Pittsburgh. Blue collar. I mean, Clay. Then of course he always same division. Chip on his shoulder with chip the, on his shoulder. Oh, revenge gosh. factor. Got I love it. Set up, uh, Lou. Hey man, I appreciate you. Yep. Uh, good luck. You got a weekend? Do you weekend off or do you, uh, allow, do you try to get away or have Saturday off? Oh, my nice. daughter, my other daughter, uh, Adelaide. Uh, she plays volleyball and does track, uh, and she has a tournament down in Dallas Oof. for volleyball. So. I'll probably be spending all of my time off driving her down there, watching all day, driving back for practice just in the nick of time to get to the gym and, and have a practice. So. Nice. Toby was down at uh, volleyball with his daughter, Chloe, that last week. Some of these volleyball tournaments, intense. Yeah, I thought gymnastics was <laughs> cra- crazy dedication no. time-wise. These guys are in these tournaments all day long. <laughs> Never take a break. It's like, yeah. all right, here's the next game. You guys are playing again on the other court. Like, what? Yeah, gymnastics. Uh, you know the four hour window right. your kids going. You go home. You can still, you know, have a day. Volleyball, <laughs> volleyball, volleyball all day. Baseball can, all day. Can be there until the sun goes down and comes up. All right, uh, Luke. Congrats, man. I appreciate Thank you. Thank you.